Hello and welcome to Sabertown. I'm Karina, Karina Dottypot, and here with me today I have the lovely Shiki. <coughs> Hi. Hello, Karina. Uh, <coughs> and we're Zooming today. Last time we caught up we were in person, but today we are Zooming. Um, I just wanted to say whatever platform you're listening to this on, um, don't forget that you can find all of the podcasts and lots and lots of other resources, resource pages, the lovely Amy on her wheels, Todd blogging. Um, you can even see myself and my Sabre journey and my YouTube links on the www.sabertownpodcast.com. So head on over there for all things sober and sobriety. So I'm catching up with, with Shiki today. It's been, it must have been about two, three months, was it, when we spoke last? It was, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you were sort of quite cracking it then on the sobriety lark, and then you had all the Euros, didn't you, to go, yeah. go through? Yeah, Which I was really worried about that, but actually you did that okay, didn't you? Yeah, I spoke to, about that to Polly and Drifter when we had that moderation yeah. chat, so... I got that mm. system there, but you know, like the Euros was it was same plain, it was a plain sailing to be fair. It was a lot easier than I thought. It was some tough points, but I got through that quite quite easily, really. Um, considering, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the football, enjoyed the games, enjoyed yeah. watching them sober. It was all right, it was a family occasion, it was good, it was good. I was like, right. I got through that okay, that was all right. Yeah. Great. Yeah, and I heard you on your moderation with uh, Drifter and Polly. It was really good. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> even my Andy, yeah, even my Andy came and he went, because he never listens to any of my podcasts or any of the podcasts, and he yeah. came in because I was listening to you. He went, oh, who's it? Oh, he's really funny. I could listen to him. Yeah, he's, and he sat there. That was the first podcast he listened to. Listened to oh, you really? Drifter, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It was an interesting conversation. I enjoyed yeah. it. I think a lot of people yeah. listened to it. It was, it was good. good feedback. It was interesting, actually. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was a really good one and he really enjoyed it. And I think, mm. you know, you said on there, didn't you, that you can't moderate, you're all or nothing. Yeah, in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, yeah, I can't see the point, can't see the point. Yeah. So you got three euros and mm. then then you had your first sort of um, holiday sabre, ho- or holiday since you got sabre. And it was an all-inclusive yes. in the UK, wasn't it? And, it was, um, yes. Yeah, and you went went, away initially. You were quite positive about it, weren't you? Oh, mega, mega positive. It it was in the bag. It was, it was done. I mean, I suppose before last time we had a chat about it. Any big thing that's come up in my life has always been sort of thought through now. And and the holiday when when Natalie booked the holiday back in December, she said I've booked it and it's all inclusive. And she came with a price. Oh, that's good. And the first question was, well, oh, does that include drink? And she said, she went, yeah. I went, oh, brilliant. I went. Oh shit! Hang on a minute. But I couldn't. There's no way I couldn't even imagine myself not drinking come August. You know, I thought, well, I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to be drinking that week, hundred um, percent. But then as the months went by, I sort of just broke that down. I sort of I said to myself, maybe I'll drink evenings only, and then I broke down. I'll, I'll drink every other night, and then I got down to I'll, I'll just drink on the last night. Um, you know, I just let my head on the last night, and then as I've got into sobriety. He's like, I've, 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 you know, he's easy. I said, no. I'm, I'm not drinking at all and I was so confident um I, I, I lived that holiday sort of about a hundred times in my head going through the scenarios and I was um so confident in going there because I already had the holiday and I enjoyed it in my head so it was done like many other events that I've been through it was done um uh, but it, yes I, I was happy going now yeah okay so so you had happy going there you were confident going there and uh what happens? Talk us through your holiday. Set the well, scene for 
Uh, well, I'll tell you what, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know what's coming, don't you? I mean, everyone pretty much on the app knows um, I managed to have a relapse. Um, but going on to relapse, because that's what Drifter asked me to talk about, the relapse. And they say, oh, I just found this out, they say that the relapse happens, what, four to five weeks before it actually happens, doesn't it? That's what mm. people say. You start sort of working it out in your head and preparing yourself. And to be fair, it's, it's true, because I knew something was coming. Um, there's a couple of us. I'll mention her name now because she doesn't mind. It's Laura. Um, we're on the same time, uh, the same timeline, timeline, um, and she's also going for a similar kind of thing. But she's a lot more open about it. I mean, pretty much like we said on that chat the other week on vulnerability um, about men not coming forward as much as women. Um, Laura has been open, which is good uh, on the group uh, on IAS. She's been on Zoom meetings, so everyone's. You know, rallied around, everyone supported her and given her advice via Zoom, via the app, via personal messages. Um, but myself, I, I was going for the same sort of kind of thing. I don't think it was on the level as lot, but I was still, something was happening after sort of seven months. Something was just gearing up to something, you know, to go on. Um, so I can't put your finger on it, really. Um, but at least I'll, I'll learn for the future. But I, you sort of see the signals. Um, so that, that's sort of like the, the pre relapse but I did not expect it to come on this holiday it threw me completely I, I really did not expect uh, it to come how it did um, so we've, we've got to the holiday I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's, it's, um, it's a nice um, holiday resort in Norfolk your neck of the woods um, mm-hmm. it's like all activities during the day uh, entertainment during the evening I was just there for like get bang on the entertainment so bang on the activities it's going to be like a, a lively holiday during the day you know get on your mountain bikes, you know, do some sport. And that was really my kind of holiday. So I thought it'd be easy. Um, but literally, mate, as soon as I got there, uh, we had a walk around the resort and uh, went into the bar area. And straight away, I thought, I think, shit, I can't do this. It was straight away. It was like, there was no warning. It was, it just, you know, you walked into the bar and it just smelt like holidays. You know what I mean? When you sort of, mm. thing, sort of letting your hair down. And straight away, I was, I was having thoughts of like, you know, what's the point? You know, what's the point in fighting this shit anymore? And it's like, you know, he's like, I'm on holiday, bollocks, let's, let's just have a day off. Just, straight away, I was, de- I was dealing with that. Um, so that that was that. Uh, we went out for the evening, had a meal, etc. And then the evening went on. And it's, oh, by the way, there was 12 adults, or 12 kids and 13 adults. Here. So it's all my family, aunts, uncles, mother-in-laws, etc. Um, so when the entertainment started at the night time, everyone's got that sort of first, night holiday sort of vibe about them do you know what i mean they're all having a drink no i've got to say again i've said before on the app none of them were drunk none of them were sort of leery drunk none of them were being stupid none of them were annoying me there was just having a good time you know and that was tough like we're at the entertainment everyone's sort of joining laughing and singing and, and whatever i found that hard and i, I wasn't i wasn't ready for that to be fair because i've been to parties i've been to barbecues been to the pub been for meals out this is just a different environment i wasn't ready for it I, I thought I was but I wasn't um okay. so I took myself you, off go on yeah I'm just thinking that do you think that if they had have been Larry drunk and getting out of order that that yep. might have yes changed it a bit yes yes I do um they start being stupid like, you, we've all been to places don't we and people start getting a bit loud getting a bit annoying getting a bit repetitive laughing at silly things just Sticking around, they get on your nerves when you're sober. But they weren't, you know, they, they weren't. These are all my family, these are my best mates, really, to be fair. We see each other all the time, and they just they weren't, they just being merry. So I, yeah. I took myself off, had a coffee and a 
good old bar of chocolate always helps. Um, <laughs> went to have a bar for like 15, 20 minutes. She sort of just sat down and just sort of got me out together. Went back and I, I was all right after that. I sort of, you know, I always find that a coffee takes my craving anyway. Um, so I went back and, um, yeah, carried on. I, I got involved. I joined in. I was, I was dancing at the end of the night with the rest of them. And it, it was okay. It was all right. So I got, I got through that. But as it wobbles over, it's done. First night, you know, first night blues. We, we, we threw that one. Um, and the, ne- the next day was was brilliant. You know, like I was up early as I planned to be and obviously fresh as a daisy in my nice sober head as we all know what sobriety is mm. like. Nice, you know, spring of my step, excited for the day. And I was just getting organised, getting, we had archery, we had shooting, we had badminton, tables of swimming, you know. I set up like a mini Olympics amongst us all, amongst the kids and the, and the adults. And it was good. I was buzzing. It was, it was, it was, you know, it was proper. That's what I thought it was going to be, you know. Mm. But then... And the good thing about holidays, the first one I've been to, the best thing about them is you're not you're not the slave you're not a slave to beer of a clock, you know. Yeah. You know I mean, not, you know, normally you get up in the morning, you got like two or three hour recovery, and then you you just wait for beer of a clock, you know, and like, you're always counting down the hour, you look at your watch, you know, when's it going to come? You're a slave to it. Um, mm. so to be on holiday and, and not, like, I wasn't even thinking about beer o'clock. I've not done four beer o'clock for a long time, and just to not have that pressure of like. What time is it? What time is it? It was so refreshing, felt so free not to have to have that worry. Because as soon as Bill O'Clock comes, that's pretty much signals the end of the day. Um, yeah. Wherever I'm on holiday, if, I'm, if it's three o'clock, then I'll drink until midnight. I'll just I'll drink all the way through. So, you know, after, when Bill O'Clock comes, it's like, kids, no, kid, dad, no, kid, dad, no, sorry, kids. You know, you don't, you don't pay that much attention because you're, you know, it's, it's adult time. Um, but obviously, Bill O'Clock still came for the adults there, um, which is about half past three. Fine, they've gone to the bar, so they, they hit the bar. Um, I just got my running gear, I went, went for a run. I thought I'd just, you know, I'd go and kill an hour, which works. You know, I went for a run and come back and play with the kids. And I, I, missed, I missed all the afternoon drink, I missed it all. Um, and again, that evening, that evening again wasn't too bad, is I got through that. Um, next day, oh no, sorry, that was the first day. Next day, um, when Bill Clock came, I went for another run. Um, again, daytime was brilliant. It was all fun and, and activities. Um, Bill O'Clock came, went for a run, then I come back to the run and I've met them all in the bar. It's an outside bar, a like terrace bar, terrace garden bar, a bit of live music going on. And I was involved in the conversation, got myself a, a drink, and I was involved in all the conversation, the chats and the laughs. It was fine, it was, you know, it was okay. Um, uh, but it's still, it's, it's, you're still missing out, aren't you? You know, it's that sort of. But in fact, let me you fast feel you're <laughs> you feel you're missing yeah, out. I know. I, what what did you feel day. you're missing out on? What did you feel you're missing out on? I'll tell you what, I fast forward to the next day for beer o'clock. This is the day when it hit me. Uh, I think over a run, so I went to the bar with them, uh, the outside bar for beer o'clock. Um, so we all started off sober and they again they wasn't getting drunk. Um, but the thing you're missing out on, um, right, I wasn't craving for a drink, okay? That's one thing, but I was sort of craving for the occasion because when people are drinking um, and I wasn't being annoying they, they bounce off each other in a different way don't they, they they've got that little vibe of, with, they've got that little vibe amongst them you know they're on a different sort of not massively like higher level but they're on a different kind of level a different kind of platform to you um, yeah. they don't realise that they, they don't know that I'm feeling left out because as far as I'm concerned I'm involved in the conversation I'm enjoying the jokes but they don't realise that you're not quite on the same level. They sort of take their, their self into a little world for a few hours and you get left in the real world. Um, and it's just that feeling of being left out. Um, okay. I've dealt with that before. Go on. What was I going to say? 
no no that's that's interesting that, that's why I always used to drink was to to fit in I always wanted to fit in so I, I completely get that that fear of being left out you know the one left behind but it shouldn't be should it because even though I wasn't craving a drink I was craving that to be part of it you know and mm-hmm. when you're sitting there drinking a coffee it just ain't the same you know you got that we all laugh at the same stuff but they laugh at the same things a little bit longer and it's a little bit harder the, the thing the joke's still funny but they're just in a different kind of vibe and, and a, a nice vibe a merry vibe a happy vibe it's a good atmosphere you know um so that's that, that was hitting me really i couldn't get me out i couldn't it was making me feel sad, to be fair, you know. It was annoying me because, like I said, I didn't crave a drink, but I craved to be involved. So, let's have a drink after that. Right? <laughs> so then, that was, that was, that was, yeah, I was finding that tough. And I went back to the to the room after, and I said to Natalie, I said, look, oh, mate, I, I was having a breakdown. I was like, mate, I can't do this. I've, I've got to have a drink. Not, I've just, I can't fight anymore. So I was saying to her, I said, look, we had an open conversation. We said, look, Am I an addict? Uh, am I an alcoholic? You know, can I have like drink for tonight? Can I drink for the next two nights and then go home and not drink? I said, why? How long have I got to do this for? Is it for life? You know, like how come these other people on the holiday, they can have four nights there and enjoy themselves every night, they won't drink for like a couple of months. You know, uh, it's just these questions like, can I do it? You know, am I really an alcoholic? You know, but you don't know. Until you try, you know, you don't know until you sort of, can I moderate for this one time? Can I drink for the next two nights and then not drink again for ages? We, we talked about this, probably and drift about moderation, you know? Yeah. And I just think you don't know, you don't know until you try. And that's what was going through my mind, you know, fuck it, give it a try. Um, and I was, yeah, I, you know, I was really, a bit upset to be fair. Um, but Natalie couldn't really advise me because she, you know, she, she said that, you know, there's no way in the many years that she could do what I'm doing she drinks herself you know and she said she said it would be my worst nightmare for her to go through what I'm doing like going out to like sort of social places like this where there's and entertainment going on and everyone all their friends their drink, family their drinking she, she said she couldn't do it so she she wasn't much in price she couldn't really help me really. um but so we was discussing it and I said look I'm gonna go on a zoom meeting it's Wednesday night I said look I'll, I'm making it oh yes you gave me you gave me an excuse to get out of this didn't you yeah <laughs> I'm going for a dump. You were. You're going to dump the room motion. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm just going to have a dump. I went back to the room. So I got out of, like, out of dinner sort of thing. I went back to the room and I was, I, to be fair, I was in like the last chance to sit And I thought, you know, I'll just, I'll just go back and um, go, go try the Zoom and see if I can, you know, see if I can get anything out of it. And um, it, 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 to a certain extent, it worked. I, mean, I put the Zoom on and it, it was really... Really good to see, like you know, the faces I've sort of, you know, come accustomed to over the last few months. Um, it, it nearly worked. It nearly, you know, it nearly pulled me back. I had a good chat with SJ in the in the breakout room, and I saw T T Love, and I thought, man, I've got no problems. You know what I mean? When I saw T Love's face, I thought, and I think I've got problems. You know what I mean? I've got, I, I ain't got no problems really. And it was, I was swaying. I was getting pulled back. I must admit, it nearly worked. But then, you know, to be fair, I, I was I was too far gone, you know. And I went I went back to the the cabaret, not cabaret, the entertainment. I went to the bar, got myself a ginger ale, and that he come over, and he go, oh, I said, yeah, no, it's all right, thanks, you're good, no, I'm all right, I'll see how it goes. And I went and sat down, and then I was, you know, I started chatting to her again, look, for fuck's sake, you know. He said, oh, I just, we had another conversation, and then I said, look, I'm going to the bar, what do you want? She looked at me, and I said, okay, so I went to the bar, 
you've got a drink and uh, just just that buying that drink it's not easy do you know what I mean you go out there and you sort of just go up to the, up to the bar and like you know Mark Reno's words like cover whiskey coke please mate and I said take a deep breath he's like fuck you know so he got got the drink and then walked back with the drink to the, to the table luckily like it was that time of night when all the lights were lowered and everyone's watching the entertainment um, so no one I wasn't really sort of no one was looking at me so he's drinking so I sat down next, next to Natalie and put the drink down. It's a big thing to be fair. They said first drink, you know, I'm picking up now, I'm picking up for the first time, you know. So mm. I, I put the drink down, I've had a drop, I, I put it down, picked it up, smelt it, put it down, you know, looked at it, picked it up, had a drop, think, fucking hell, Stephen, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's getting it's going, things going through your mind, you know what I mean? You think you're doing something you've been trying not to do for the last seven months and now you're doing it. It's like, fuck it, you know, and you know, so I, I, I drank it, but for the next 20 minutes, you know, I, mean, I didn't know I was, you know, I was just completely involved in this glass in my hand. They could have been naked ladies dancing on the stage. Uh, and I would have noticed, you know, no. I, mean, I, was, yeah. I was too involved in the moment of like sort of analysing what I was doing, what it tasted like, what I was feeling, drinking it, etc. So it was a big moment. It was picking up, so, you know, you don't just pick up and put it in and drink it. You pick up and think, what the fuck am I doing this, you know? Um, well, they, after seven months, if you... You still uh, got the conversation going in your head, then, even that once you've got the drink in your hand, you've still got the conversation. Yeah, you have. You know, you're still sort of in two minds. To be fair, no, the decision's made. But when I was drinking it, I started drinking. I just I felt relief. Yeah, I felt relief at first. Like, thank fuck, the battle's over. Do you know what I mean? It felt sort of mm. relieving. Like, they said, I haven't got to fight no more. It's done. Like, I haven't got to fight for, for tonight. I couldn't relax but also sadness like, it's relief and sadness because you're, you're not really deep inside you're not really happy with you're doing because you're, you're trying you've done for the last seven months and trying not to do this so it's relief and sadness really but um it's done i drank it we watched the show i went, went to the bar got some wine that's it i'm fuck it i'm drinking now let's get involved so off we go um decisions made let's do it went back the show finished went back to the um like there's another bar where there's a stage and a dance floor and live singers and that is good well, that's it. Well, let's just carry on drinking. Uh, I wasn't, must admit, I wasn't getting drunk. I wasn't like speed drinking. I wasn't like going stupid. Um, and besides, I mean, I wasn't about half past nine when I started drinking. So I've missed half the night anyway. And the daytime drinking, uh, we normally go to bed about 12 o'clock. So I've only got like a, I've like two hours to go. You know, I must admit, I did go into a bar around the corner, which is part of the same complex. And you know, I did shoot a couple of whiskeys. I thought, fuck it, I'm drinking now. What's the point in holding back? So I've got a couple of whiskeys. Um, did you do that, that secretively? Was that was that yeah, done secretively? Yeah, okay, yeah, so that's how you did that. Yeah. Straight away, straight away. Okay. The, um, the bar around the corner was exactly the same bar, but it, like, like a double-sided bar, so it backed onto the lounge and where the toilets were. So I went round there and I said, yeah, have a neat whiskey, please, mate. And uh, he brought it over. Somehow, because like, you can't stand at the bar because of COVID, you had to go and sit down and mm. brought it over to you. And I was shitting myself. I'm sitting at like, the table. When someone comes in and a barman comes over with like, a whiskey, I'm like, I like little pisshead sitting in the corner on his home with a whiskey, you know? <laughs> so... Um, I was sitting there waiting for the waiter. No, yeah, mate, God's sake, he's come over. He's, he's come over. He's bought two. Uh, <laughs> I thought, the fuck? So I waited one. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. He's bought two over. So straight away, I put one on the floor on the table. Wow. So, <laughs> I mean, wow. I know. I've got, I've got one on the table in the end and one like, by my foot under the table. If someone comes in there, I'm you know, <laughs> nightmare. So, um, so I, 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 I drank one and then I got the other one. I've done what they call in a, I've learned in America, what do they call it? It's a 12 ounce curler. You heard of that? It's an no, American, no. 
the American slang for drink, drink which I've picked up on this missus is cracking up she does so I've, I thought fuck it I've, I've done these I've shot these whiskey um, good old 12 ounce curler as, uh, as she calls it um, and went back to the, the dance floor sort of that area and I, I say I, I enjoyed the night it was alright I, I wasn't getting drunk um, apart from another time I went out and another whiskey but I wasn't I still wasn't getting drunk I mean like I said before if I'm, gonna, I'm not going to piss about with two or three but if you're going to drink another drink fuck it who cares I mean it's, it's too late you, you're involved there's no point in holding back yeah. you know? so um, there's no point so that was the night over next day I didn't feel too bad actually that was that was my worry about the next day um, and sort of feeling like minging but I, I wasn't I was alright okay I didn't feel like my normal fresh sober self of course, of course not but I didn't feel that bad and I'd already made a sort of promise to myself in the part when I last picked up I said to myself right if I ever pick up again um, I'm going to get steaming drunk I'm going to get like hammered because I want to feel bad the next day I think the, the worse you feel the next day um it gives you more incentive not to do it again because it brings back all their memories of that hangover and the bad feeling, the dry mouth and the headache and the, just the bad mood and the whole shit thing of it. And I said to myself, if I pick up again, I'm going to get plastered so that it makes me not pick up again. That is, you know, like when a, a, a parent catches a young child smoking when they're younger, mm. they, they, make them, they make them smoke the whole box to make them feel sick. That was my, and that's my strategy on 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 re and um, on picking up again hang on a sec yeah no I, i'm i'm exactly the same because i'm i'm struggling completely with sweets and chocolate stuff at oh, the moment mm. and and i completely get that like once you made that decision to go and do it and buy the chocolate or sweeties the conversation stops and then you have the guilt of when you're doing it and it's like well if i'm in for a penny i'm in for a pound i need to eat loads of it so i feel so ill tomorrow <laughs> but um, yeah. you'd all, yeah. almost sort of set yourself up again to drink the next day then and do it properly hadn't you yeah 100% mm. I had yeah because you know, there, there was another night left and I wasn't going to drink this night and then not the next my, my plan was to drink these two nights and then forget about it and then you know, move on not drink again for whatever but, um, the next night came and I was drinking well, actually you know what I, don't, I, I then got involved in beer o'clock uh, we mm. went it's lovely. It's, it's, a, it's a nice area. It wasn't like some sort of cheap, like caravan park. It's a nice, like lodge place. It's nice. The settings were sort of like it's outside terrace, right? A garden, stage, live music. You know, in the sunshine, outside. But it's lovely. It really was nice. Nice atmosphere. So I think I had about four or five bottles of lager at half past three, sitting around in the sun, chatting. That was nice. But then I did control it. I, normally, I would then just carry on till like, like I said before, to midnight. But we went back to the living room. I didn't drink back there, which I normally would have done in me at the old me. Got a shower, got a change, got ready. Went out for the evening, went out for the meal. We were all the family together. Uh, I drank water, uh, sparkling water during the meal. So I'm controlling it. We then had a coffee after the meal. Again, I'm just conscious now of not going to. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to sort of um, just moderate to a certain extent, you know, which is something else that I've never done. Sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, damage limitation is what I'm trying to do a bit of damage limitation um, so I don't get too carried away um, so that worked for dinner so I was being quite sensible then just went to the evening and Karen was just drinking as normal really I wasn't doing I wasn't shooting no whiskey or anything I was just drinking I think I was just wine and lager really just it was nice I mean, everyone was dancing sort of thing at the end and I actually remember sitting down and thinking to myself well, I've got this I'm in control now I was like you, know, you fucker you're not going to get hold of me again I'm in control of this 
Um, I felt alright. I felt good, you know. Um, well, let's face it, drinking is the best part of it. Let's face it, drinking is the good part. It's, if you drink for five hours a day, it's brilliant. If you have a 19 hours a day, that's shit. Shit, so, yeah. I was doing, you know, I was doing the good part. It was all right. It was good. I can't lie. It was good. Of course, it is. I like drinking, you know. Mm. Um, if, I didn't, if I didn't like drinking, I would be sitting talking to you, like, you know, sort of, like, trading it, you know. So, anyway, so the next day came. It was, it was home time. I was, um, I didn't feel great, but I felt okay. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't terrible. Again, I was all right. I didn't feel mega, mega bad. Obviously, nowhere near what my sober life is like, but it's all right. Um, so, we came home. We drove home. Um, that was that, and this is this is where it started to get a bit, it started to piss me off to be fair. Because then we got home, got the afternoon out of the way, and then we you're gonna kill me, right, bro. You're gonna kill me, my tears. Um, and we, um, yeah, the, the, the evening came and um, I started getting cravings. And this is the first time now, this is the first time in, in Yonks I had an actual craving. Whereas on holiday, I wasn't craving, I was just craving the situation, I was craving the atmosphere, I was, mm. but now I was. It's, it's, let the it's devil's in you now, is yeah. there? Yeah. Fucking, yeah, so I'm now craving. It's a Friday night, and straight away, I'm, we always justify, we always justify ourselves. We always, mate, I'll give up tomorrow. I'll give up. So my mind was, I'll give up tomorrow. So you we always, we always have to try and justify why. And my justification for this one, I actually I was quite like, the voice comes to me, he comes in different disguises. When I was drinking the last two days, we was me and Natty, we were sort of like more touchy feely, more sort of drunky, cuddly, dancing, do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought myself, you know what? Yeah, I have one more night of drinking. I think we get some mummy and daddy time, a little drunken upstairs <laughs> business, you know. And that was that was that was the voices. That was the voices that approached me. Like, Go on, son, have a bit of you, you and me yeah. time. Go on, have a little drunken rollabout. And I thought, oh, you know, what? I like this voice. He's all right, mate. I, I like him when he's like this. I was going to high five <laughs> at one point. You know, I was like, yeah, okay, mate, you tell you what, this this time you win. I'll let you win this one. That's your lot, okay? One more night, you're right, okay? So that was that. So then, obviously, I, I gave Natalie the good news. Just let you know, baby, you know, you know, just so she can get on her A game, get her mind on the game, you know. She yeah, rolled we're playing hide the sausage tonight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as Lilo would say. As Lilo would say, I call it mums and daddies, but I, um, I gave her the good news. I said, look, you know, get your A game on, girl. You know, you're, you're pulled tonight. Yeah, she rolled her eyes. That's, that's just that's just her playing hard to get, you know what I mean? But I'd, she'd be putting my hands. She'd be putting my hands later. Don't worry about that. Um, so that was that was my justification. I thought, and just before going further, you've got to say like sober bedroom exercise is by far the best bedroom exercise you can get doing it sober. It's then you know without a doubt. Did you ever read my post actually on um, sex life? Did you ever read that? No, I didn't uh, actually. No, no. I was back in like these. It's funny. I, I'll tell you another. I might tell you tonight, I don't know, but I posted that ages ago. It's quite funny, actually. Um, but I'll, I'll save that for another time. But, yeah, so that was it. That was the, the justification for tonight's little uh, drunken rumble, let's call it, um, game on. Um, and then we sat down, we watched a film, family film, as normal. Um, I'm actually going for a little pile of American comedies that's been recommended to me by Miss, this missus. Uh, I've had mm. a couple that are okay. So we watched a film. Um... That's where it started to change, okay? Um, I started finding myself getting a bit agitated, a bit sort of, a bit fidgety kind of thing, just getting a bit moody, you know? This is the drink doing it. I know, I know it was. Um, it wasn't that nice relaxing feeling. I was just getting a bit agitated, you know? Um, just little things were annoying me. Little things were starting to bug me. You know, I've not had this feeling for, for donkeys, you know? And the girls went to bed. Me and that, and I just started being a bit awkward. Um, 
It's like getting a bit picky with things, like getting a bit argumentative, a bit aggy, as we say over here. Just yeah. getting a bit aggy, you know? Um, nothing major, just tip attack little things. Oh, that's another thing. Now. And by the way, just getting a bit, you know, rather than sort of relaxing, I was getting, it was the I was doing it. Yeah? I, I knew I was getting a bit aggy as well. And she knew I was getting aggy. In the end, she mm. said, I'm going to bed. She had the ump. And so that was that. Um, so obviously, that little, that little vault of that's going out the window already, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. So it hasn't <laughs> taken long, actually, has it? Like, um, for, what, three days of like, it, it was good drinking at yeah. first. And then, yeah. and now yeah. the agitation started coming in. Anxiety's going to hit. And, um, you're not getting to play hide the sausage either, so it doesn't. I'm, I'm still hoping I might, I might be able to claw it back. You never know. <laughs> I've, I've, you know, I've, I've pulled it back from a worse situation now. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> it, let's just have my gold down. I'm trying to equalise. Um, so we're, um, we're up, still upstairs, and then um, I was still being aggy about something else. And then, then she lit my touch paper, and she said, "Oh, look at you! You've had a drink now. Look at you!" And then. I said, no, I said, oh, talking about my drinking, are we? Let's talk about your drinking, shall we? And I've turned on to her, yeah? You know, you have a go at me. Let's have a, let's have a, let's have a look at him here. Let's, let's talk about your drinking, shall we? She still drinks it, right? Let's talk about your drinking, shall we? And that's it. I've just, you know, I've just started giving it to her. You know, I'm, 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 I'm meant to be giving her something else. But I'm starting to have a go. I'm, 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 I'm giving it to her now about her drinking. I'm like, you know, I'm digging her out. I'm like. You drink this, you drink, etc. etc. There's no point there in the whole row, but I'm, you know, we're now arguing about her drinking, you know, because she's because mm. she's dug me out about my drinking. I've got on a, on a defensive. Oh, right, defensive, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about you, shall we? You know, mm. and I've not said nothing for, I've not said nothing for seven months. You know, I've not said nothing because it will cause problems as soon as you call say something about you know, your partner's drinking in a, like sort of a way that's annoying, and then it's it's going to cause problems in a relationship. I've not ever said anything about it. Um. Until now, obviously. Um, so that's 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 kicked off, and I've, I'm now getting angry. We got into bed. I'm now getting angry, not with her. Now. I'm now, I'm now because I'm realising what I'm doing. I'm getting angry with myself. I'm getting angry with alcohol. I'm getting angry with the fucking whole situation. I've fucking let it come to this again. You know, yeah. I've, had a, I've now had an argument with my wife. I would not have an argument in seven months. So we've been the best perfect couple for seven months. You know, he's been beautiful, and I've now started a row. You know, it's just it's just pissing me off. I'm laying. I'm, I'm getting angry. So I thought, fuck it. I'm going downstairs. I went downstairs, and we've still got loads of alcohol in the house. Yeah. Before we put it come around. So I've just grabbed all the alcohol. We had about, must be about 12 bottles of spirits, you know. I've got one out of the cupboard, took it in the kitchen, and I just started pouring it down the sink, you know. I've, I've, I've got drifting wow. the edge, you know. I've got yeah. drifting the edge. And I mean, hey, shit, you just got to pour it down the sink, you know. So I'm pouring it down the sink, you know. <laughs> and um, I was going for it, and then I had gin, vodka, and I got to a bottle of vintage port. I thought, oh, let's not be too hasty here. Let's, let's go slow down. And um, I thought to myself, right, let's, let's just get drunk properly, as in, like, make myself feel. Yeah, let's get drunk and like let's get a really bad feeling, let's get a really bad hangover, and let's just fucking do it. Because this is what I said I was going to do. If I've mm. picked up, I said I'm just going to, I want, I want to hurt myself. And I was, I was angry. I was like, I was like, fuck you, Apple, fuck you. And I was just pouring it down there. I got this bottle of pulp. I just started, I started necking the pulp, um, put it down. Then I got a bottle of Jack Daniels, which is unopened. I cracked it open. I started necking the Jack Daniels, pouring more down the sink. Having it just angry. The wife's coming down. Like, what are you doing? I was like, just leave me alone. She's like, you have to, you have to do, this, do this now. I was like, yes, just. She left me alone. Um, I must have the right state. I'm standing in the kitchen in a box of shorts. I've got a bottle of gin in one hand, pouring it down the sink, and a bottle of JD in the other hand, pouring it down my neck. You know, no. it's like it, it just all becomes so irrational, doesn't it? Uh, it's just like just completely. 
out there. I was just yeah. angry, so angry. I just wanted to hurt myself, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like self self harm, and I wasn't just drinking it like a, like I wasn't drinking it as in tasting it and like sipping. I was drinking it like I just got a pint of milk out of the fridge, you know. And I was just glugging it down, just joking. I passed my down, and I went back to the port, and I drink a load of port and. Just chucked it all down. Just, just got, and it was actually, you know, when I finished, it was, it was satisfying. I got a lot of satisfaction out of it. Although I was now obviously fucking steaming, um, I got a lot of satisfaction out of it. I went to bed. I was working. I was working the next day as well. Oh um, wow! Yeah, which again was part of the plan. Like, Fuck it! If I'm going to do it. Let's make it bad. Let's make it really bad. So you got to really suffer because if you ain't working, you just lay in bed, lie it off. You know, you can lay it down, take mm. it easy. But let's, let's do it when I'm going to work. So I really got, you know, suffer and you know make make myself work for it for it. So I got up at half past seven. I was late for work, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, got into work and mate, I was spaced out. I was, oh mate, it was horrible. I'd, I'd done what I'd wanted to achieve. I, I, I made myself ill. I really was. I was like, wow, this is fucking terrible. And I was fighting through the day like it's horrible, really horrible. Which is exactly what I wanted, you know. Because if you mm. get this kind of feeling, you don't want to do it again. Um, so that's what, that's what I was doing. At one point in the afternoon, I, I was gonna have a lay down in, in the van. My daughter works for me. I said. Just taking charge. I work in shops, you know. Just like you're in charge for the next half hour. hour. I'm going for a lie down in the van. I'm going to sort myself out, and um, and and that was that was down. I got I got through the day. I couldn't wait for the day to end. To be fair, couldn't wait for the day to end. Um, and then come home and I lied down when I got home. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think I posted about. What did I post about? I think I posted about. It. I can't remember. Oh, the day before, I think it was. And it was a surprise because a lot of people would ask me. Um, what was it like? You know, a lot of curious people. Like, what was it like? You know, was it? What did you, you do? That? What was it? Like? You've asked, you know, what was the circumstance? Mm. What do you feel like after? And I've been emailing a few people as well, giving out my explanation. And Laura was one of them who asked me. She said, and I said, Look, just drop me a line on an email. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, because like I said, you know, we was both sort of going for that same kind of thing. You know, what if we can do this and what if we can and that. Um, and I just wanted to, like, you know, I wanted to tell her how it felt the next day because the next day came. And I still felt bad. This is on the Sunday now. So I drank on the Friday. And the Sunday came and all my sobriety, my joyful sobriety in life had gone. It vanished. It's finished. You know what I mean? It wasn't there anymore. You know, that 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 spring you've got in your step is, you know, it's not there. And I like my Sundays because you get to do things, you? you get the you get things done, you know, you sort of you're active, you get you know, you're proactive, you do things and you you're happy. But you know, that Sunday was gone and it is it, it was good because it was that reminder of, of what you need because this is what alcohol does because beforehand every Sunday would be would normally uh, be recovering always recovering on a Sunday and then getting drunk so it was my tactic worked in the fact that you know like, like the, the, the parent with a child making a child smoke a pack of fags until they're sick the, the tactic worked to a certain extent because I don't you know I, I don't next day the last thing I want to do is drink now you know um, but I'll, I'll, I'll stop there because you, you, you got that message I sent you earlier from Laura, uh, to Laura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that sums up. Because yesterday I was, I was angry. Um, I was angry, right? I was angry, right? Not anyone, just me. I was angry with me. I was angry with our cars. I was still angry. I was on my IELTS. And Laura, I spoke to Laura on Saturday night when I come home. I was still a bit hanging, really. I was still a bit hungover. And we had a chat about it. I didn't really give that much good advice because she was asked, she was curious as to what it was like. She was curious to what it felt like. And etc and what you know was it worth it blah 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 um and i was still sort of hung over so i wasn't really firing on all cylinders but the next day i was so i went on to telegram and i sent her a message on a voice telegram and that 
to tell you where the message really is what I want to say to everyone. Uh, if I was to give anyone any advice, I'd like to, to, to listen to that because that was my emotions at that time, off the cuff and raw, in my anger. I'm a bit more calm now, but that's my, that was my advice to Laura uh, for her situation because she's, she's contemplating maybe trying moderation, etc. like I was. So if you want to play that, I've spoke to her, she said, she, she said, yeah, mate, please play it for everyone. She, she, apparently it, it helped her. So that sums up my mood. I, I listened to it again earlier. I don't want to try and repeat it because I'll miss things out. So yeah. if you want to find out the good, the bad and the ugly, the ugly is coming up next if you play that. Okay, just bear with me. Laura, sorry about that. It's me, Steve, you right? Um, you're a stalker. Um, listen, Laura, I've just listened to uh, the podcast that you've done, you done on vulnerability and... I've listened to the whole thing all the way through now. Um, I didn't listen to it the other day, and I wish now that that came out five days ago. I, I think that if I'd have listened to that before last Wednesday, that could have brought me back. Um, Sober Town has brought me back a couple of times in the past, and I think that one could have brought me back last Wednesday. Um, listen, the reason I'm calling is because now that I've had more time to reflect on the relapse um now the dust has settled things do feel different when i spoke to you yesterday i was still half minging i was still hanging so i was in a different frame of mind um now um another day into it things are different you asked me the other day on the voicemail that you sent me uh, you, you was curious as to what happened how it happened what the after effects are like um well now yeah, he's on reflection now. It's it's not good. It's not worth it. I've got regret. Um, I really do. If um, I could go back to last Wednesday and give myself some advice, it would be stop being such a stupid prick. Fucking grow up. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and start fighting, you puff. Um, it really is because I feel a bit annoyed now because I, I stopped fighting. I really did. Um... I'm annoyed at myself for doing that because I've gone through so much, and so have you. And to stop fighting all of a sudden, it's just down tools. I literally down tools and let everything overwhelm me and feel sorry for myself and caved in. And now I'm annoyed because I think that I could have got through that. So going on to your one, I mean, I, I, I can't go back and give myself some advice. I can only speak to someone that's already going through what I was going through. So if you want to pick some advice out of that, <laughs> which I give myself, then feel free. But that's the, the sort of advice I will give myself. And we couldn't really talk about this, me and you, a week ago. Because if we did, we'd probably talk ourselves into drinking. In the frame of mind that we was both in, um, we was both sort of edging towards trying it and doing it and, oh, you know, running with it, as you said on your podcast, and sort of only one, you know, it's not going to count, no one's going to know, etc. So we couldn't really talk last week because we would have talked ourselves into drinking, I think. Um, but now that one of us is broken, I'm in a better position now to say to you what it's like after. And... It's not worth it, Laura. I, I, really, I feel gutted, to be fair. Angry, I feel angry, annoyed, frustrated. Um, I don't feel that like I've got that joy of sobriety spring on my step anymore. Um, Sundays is my best day of the week. I love Sundays. It's just so nice, relaxed, chilled, get things done. Today's just been shit. It's just been no mojo, no productivity. Can't be bothered, really. Just can't be asked. 
um, which is the feeling you sort of get from alcohol. Um, I've not got that joyful spring in my step, which I've had for the last seven months. I know this will pass soon. I'll be back to being nice and sober again. Um, it takes a few days, I think, at least for the alcohol to get out of your system. Um, so I know I'm, I'm nearly there. It's okay. But this is a one-off for me now. I know that's a one-off. I'm, I'm done. Um, but if you was to have that dabble and have a, have a glass of wine or two glasses of wine or more with your meal, you said before that it, you think it might lead to more. If it does, then all I can say is, Laurie, you, you're going to lose that feeling that sobriety offers. Um, that beautiful feeling that only, I think only sober, sober people, that are, well, ex-addicts, know what that feeling is like because we appreciate it. Whereas I don't actually think the normal people have this feeling. If, if they do, then, then they don't appreciate it. But what you'll be sacrificing, so I'm going on here, I'm going to go on. What you're going to be sacrificing next week um, is the, the nice feeling that you've had for the last seven months. And it's not worth changing. It's not worth, it's not worth breaking that. If you do break it, trust me, things do change. I didn't think they would. I thought I was strong enough to be able to cope with it and handle it and move on. I am, don't get me wrong, I will. But things have still certainly changed in my emotions and my mentality. I'm just pissed off. I'm really pissed off. Um, have I honest you? Um, I've had another hour again. The last seven months, my relationship has been the best relationship it's, it's ever been. It's been beautiful. Um, I've had another round today. Again, about her drinking because I bought it up again. Now, when I, when I was sober, I didn't even mention her drinking. But because I've had a couple of drinks now and it's probably... My mood's changed. I'm just moody. I'm just a bit moody. Um, again, I know that will change. Uh, if I continue to drink, then I'll go back to being a bit more of a, a different mood. But I've bought up, up again today with, with her drinking. We've had another row over it. And I wouldn't have done that before. I wouldn't have had the argument with her this time last week. I've just been carrying on in my nice sober life and sober... Happy marriage, but now we're having arguments over it. And it's, I've, now, I've now caused problems for myself because she is now going to feel conscious and uh, insecure when we're out and drinking in front of me. That's obviously is the, the exact reason why I never wanted to mention it. Um, so that argument has come really as a direct result of me relapsing um, because my mood and frame of mind changed. I started, my mood just changed. It's just, I'm just, and it's giving me a big, massive reminder of the mood that you I used to have before, um, before I got sober and I was drinking. You deal with your hangover during the day, you get through it, and that was just normal. That was just your normal mood, that you didn't know any better. But now that I, and now that we know there is something that's better out there called sobriety, we know our mood and frame of mind is so much different and better. When you get that sharp, sharp shock and go back to having a hangover and back to having drink in your system, you notice that mood comes back. I noticed that obviously yesterday, hundred percent, and still today, it's still I've still got that mood in me, that mood that says I had a drink. Um, we've got another family party today. There's always someone's birthday in our party in, in our family. Uh, so naturally, the girls have gone round the now around my nephew's house. The whole, everyone's around. It's about 30, 35 people. I've blown it out. I'm not, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in a happy mood to go and talk and be sort of jolly and socialise. Um, so I've, I've pulled out of that. And it's just, yeah, if you want my advice, Laura, yeah, think long and hard about it. Don't, I'd say, really, really pull your finger out your ass. and start fighting again. Uh, I wish I did last week. I really do. Um, you don't want to let yourself down. You don't want to go for a disappointment. Um, 
the morning after or two days after because I think it, it does change things. It does change things. Go go for your meal out with your new fella. Mate, enjoy the food. Um, enjoy the desserts. Have your, I don't know, have your, have your elderflower cucumber tonic or I don't know. And have a cup of coffee after. Enjoy your meal. Enjoy your time out. Alcohol, it will, trust me, it will enchant that meal. One or two glasses, it will enchant it. But will it be worth it? I don't think it will, and I think you know it won't be as well. If you do have that drink, then you you could be playing with fire, and it could catapult into something else. And we've listened to your podcast as well. You're doing your two jobs. You've got your kids, your house, etc., Introducing alcohol back into that environment, is that going to make your life better? It's not, is it? Um, listen, that's all I phoned for, really. Just to, now, like I say, now I've had another a day of under my belt of this relapse, so I can reflect and think about it. I just want to tell you that's what it's like from, from my point of view, from my experience of a relapse. That's where I am. Um, just thought I'd share that with you if that gives you any help. Um, that's what it's like after a relapse. Good luck. I'll speak to you later on. Take care. Okay, so, wow. Angry. Very angry now about yeah. everything that's gone on. Mm. Mm. Well, that, that, that message I gave to Laura was pretty much what I wanted to, or should have said to her the night before, but I was too hungover still. So, but yesterday I was angry. I was in that frame of mind. I was pissed off, you know, I was pissed off. And I wanted you to play that rather than me explain it again because I'm calmer today. In fact, I've, I've been more today, I've been more down. Um, I've been tired, I'm tired. You know what? Again, I didn't say this to Laura. The thing is, I love my sober sleep. You know, it's the best part of being sober. When you when that head hits the pillow of the night time, you know, nothing beats it. And I get excited going to bed these days, and not for that reason. I get excited to go to sleep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. And, and and waking up as we all know you can't beat that feeling of waking up can you you can't beat that feeling of waking up sober it's such a nice feeling and mm. the last four nights five nights i've not had that you know last night i was up i was awake at half past three a little bit clammy as well still like lots loads of sweat but just waking up a bit clammy i've not had that for a long time you know going for that withdrawal again going for that detox yeah um, again yeah I'm detoxing again, yeah. I'm out, the good thing is, I know it's not far. I'm, I'm nearly done, you know. Um, mm. And I'll be sleeping like a baby again soon. I'll be like absolutely loving it. Uh, it's, I'm looking forward to it. It should be tonight, to be fair. I've had one, two, three, four nights now of drink. Well, I'm only drunk two nights, three nights, but I've had five nights since my first drink. Um, and I'm now tired. I'm, I'm not drunk for two nights now, but I'm now tired. Like today, I'm my working day, Monday morning, bang on, I'm only flying, you know. Um, love Mondays, um, but today was that Monday morning feeling again, really. Not as bad as it used to be because I didn't drink Sunday night, but I'm, I'm back to just, you know, a bit moody, but just not just not my normal. Normally, I'll be whistling along and sort of songs come on the radio, I'll be chirping on the songs on the radio yeah. and, you know, bouncing around like in, in that joyful glow of sobriety, but it's not been that day. It's just been, you know, it's been a bit flat. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. but you, you know, sort of, you know, you're part way through now and that it is going to pick up and you will get all that back but only you have the control to get that back don't you if you want to do so yeah yeah now i'm, I'm now back sort of well uh, you know i'm back to where i was really you know like, numbers doesn't don't really uh, affect me numbers like i'm on day two now it's day three take where i don't day two day three 
doesn't really affect me that much, to be fair, because, you know, I can still look back and say, OK, look, if I don't drink again this year, I can work out. I say I've, I've drunk, for, um, I've not drunk for 361 days this year. You know, yeah. bloody hell, if you look at it like that, doesn't matter if you're on day one, day two. If you've only had three or four drinks in one year, Jesus Christ, man, I'd take that out. Yeah. Yeah, I really would. It's progress. Yeah. It's progress. I can't be too negative because it is it's progress. Um, it but, is. We're all work in progress, aren't we, day by day? And um, you know what was really you know, interesting, which struck me right at the very beginning, you said that Drifter says that, you know, the relapse starts several weeks before. And I must have kind of had a bit of a sixth sense because I, I was down in your neck of the woods last week, beginning of last week, and you were in my neck of the woods. Yeah, and I, I remember, and I was thinking, oh, no, he's on holiday. And I just had a bit of a feeling, and I don't know why. And I messaged you, didn't I? Right, That's right you did, you bit. did, you did, yes. Yeah, to say, have mm. a great holiday. I'm down here at the moment, but I will be back home on Wednesday. If you need yeah. me, call me, I will come yeah. over. And actually, even on the Wednesday night, you, t- you messaged on the Wednesday to say you're struggling a bit and going to Zoom. I'd even spoken to Andy and explained the situation. So we were ready. We made sure we were back Wednesday night. We were ready oh, to come pleasure. over oh, <laughs> and pleasure. have a safer drink with you because he doesn't drink. He, he, he's not allowed to drink because of medication at yeah. the moment. Mm. So we were kind of ready to come. And, and I must have kind of felt, probably felt that bit that you felt that you weren't fitting in and you were on your own because we were there and ready to come over. You knew that offer was there. Well, no, I've had lots of people say to me in the past, I always know I can reach out, but if I reached out, I wouldn't have been able to drink and I wanted to drink. Was there any part Mm. of that there, do you think? Yeah, yeah, you're right, because even if I had come and seen you, uh, or if you come and see me, I still would have had that the next night as well, not that that fitting in. yeah, I, I still wanted. I still wanted that to be part of it, you know. But yeah. as I said in that message to Laura, that I wish I listened to the um, that podcast on vulnerability beforehand because I didn't really want to do that podcast. To be fair, I mean, Polly asked me. I didn't want to. I sort of. I tried. I tried to sidestep it because I didn't. I actually felt vulnerable myself, you know. I, mm. I didn't. But I've done it. Um, but it, it was a good podcast. I listened to like Lilo on there and Laura and Dad Life and the others, and uh, you know, it was. I think if I had listened to that. He could have pulled me back because I've been pulled back before from listening to Sober Town. Your, your podcast are one, and I'm on that Lilo Lila. What's his bloody name? Lilo Lila. I get confused. I call him Lilo, and he says it's Lilo. Lilo. It's American. I mean, I've listened to him, and pulled me back. So it's uh, it, worked before in the past. I, I, it's a shame that one's going to come out a couple of days earlier because that could have pulled me back. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, and, and your offer of support was, you know, it, it wasn't such a nice act of kindness. It wasn't lost on me. I was, did really appreciate that. It was a nice offer for you to do. Um, but I, I, I decided to go to the Zoom instead and um, see if yeah. they can help me. Yeah, fucking load a good day with, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think at the end of the day, you decided to drink, hadn't you? And, you know, if I you'd have reached out, we would have talked you out of it. And you would have still had that argument and you needed to... Mm to do what you need to do and I, I think everything happens for a reason and from every breakdown there is a breakthrough um and I remember you before saying um that last time you relapsed it was an educational hiccup yes it was so, yeah has this been an educational hiccup 
It has, yeah. Um, this one, in a sense, the last one was an education because I've, I've told you before, I've been riding high on that pink cloud of sobriety and I was buzzing in life. And then I had a down period, a, a sort of five-day low, um, which I never had before. And I just couldn't handle it. I didn't know how to deal with it. So that was, when I look back on it, and that, that is what led me to pick up because I couldn't deal with that down, down low or downtime, should I say. Um, since then, I've had down moments, but I've recognised it and I've gone through the down moments. We all get down days or down, down two or three days. I've recognised them now. So I've learned from the other one. When that happens, I just ride it through and know that the high life will come again. Uh, so that was what I learned from that one. Uh, this one, because it was, it was a work in progress, it was something that was building up for like a few weeks. I've now really got to learn to sort of, when that happens, just recognise it more. And because I've sort of in the back of my head, although it was coming, <clears throat> I thought I'll be okay, I'll be all right, I'll be all right, I won't, I won't drink really. Although I was still setting myself up to drink, I still had that bit in the back of my mind, I'll be okay, I'll be all right, I'll be okay. But obviously, I wasn't okay. So maybe mm. next time when I start getting these thoughts of, like, I can do this, I can moderate, I can have a go, I can then pinch myself and go, right, this is what happened last time, you know, this is what happened last time we thought we could do this. So I can recognise it earlier and maybe also speak out again earlier. I didn't really ask, you know, like Laura's done the right thing. She's been very open about um, the struggle she's been going through the last few weeks. We all know because she's been on the Zooms and the apps and uh, mm. your meetings, I suppose, on Sunday. She's, you know, she's opened up people, <clears throat> everyone the community, the family. So we call them as, as help. I, I didn't, I still, I still didn't ask for help. You know, like, as you said about vulnerability and men not asking for help, women find it easy to open up. I still didn't come and ask for help, you know, um, even though I also had these feelings of like, something's going on here. So maybe that'll be a thing next time. Just sort of get it. I know it's coming along, recognise it early and just try and work with it earlier rather than leave it to the last minute. So, yeah, maybe that. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, from everything, you know, we, we everything is a learning process in life, isn't it? And it's about recognising our triggers, recognising what triggers us, recognising those patterns and learning what to do for next time. And, um, you know, almost having a plan for like when that comes mm. again, what this is what I need to do if this happens again. This is what I need yeah. to put in place um but it's very hard to, to ask for help at times you know I mean that that's something I've worked really really hard on in my sobriety is is a learning to be with me and that it's okay to just be with me and and to ask for help and that it's okay mm. and actually that that's really when I show my strength is when I allow myself to show my weakness and and I'm brave enough to ask for help but yeah you know I, I do think you know I've heard people many times before say I know I could have reached out but if I reached out you would have talked me out of it and I wanted <laughs> to do it you know I wanted to drink so um you know it, it is about us reaching out but wanting to reach out and wanting to be talked out of doing what yeah. we're, we're going to do and yeah. sometimes we just have to do what we have to do in that moment and um interesting enough Polly and I talked about self-harm in our podcast um <laughs> on our, on our happy hour. yeah and we were talking about that because I'm self-harming with chocolate and sweets and sugars um because yeah. it really affects me physically with my, my physical health and we were talking about you know self-harm with with alcohol and and with our addictions really as well and it's interesting that you mentioned about that you were you got to that point it started off you wanted to fit in you wanted to be jolly you wanted to have some fun and then we've gone to the point of I'm just gonna self-harm with this I'm gonna 
do this. That's it. With the first two nights, if I could have stopped there, that was that was my plan. Like you know, if I could have had those two nights and stopped and come back and not listen to the bunk up voice in my head, then if, <laughs> I'd, I'd have been happy. I'd have been happy. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have listened to him. I should. Have, I should have put that one away. The crafty little fucker got me down. I should have yeah. put that one away. If I'd have just not drunk on that Friday night, then I would have been happy. But this is the thing I'll say to anyone that's thinking about trying this. I think like a moderate. If it wasn't that Friday, like the bunk up voice, it would have been something else. It would have been. It would have been another excuse. It would have been something else. I think once you open that that cage and let him out. You, all, you've got all every intention of only doing it for two nights or one night even but then you are playing with fire you do start that ball rolling you're back on that slippery slope so yes of course in an ideal world two nights would have been perfect I wouldn't have even been that bothered I'd be, I'd be quite happy and content I would have you know said it happened and then move on hopefully happily but then it, it ruined it all you know it, it ruined it all by what then happened on the Friday night and as I said before Excuse me. As I said before, right now I've had an argument with Natalie, um, which I wouldn't have had an argument with her over. And I've made it worse because I've dug her out of her drinking, you know, and now she feels bad because, you know, if we go out, she's going to feel bad now about drinking. And I've never wanted, that's amazing, I've never wanted to do it. I've never wanted to sort of, for her to feel bad drinking in front of me because it's not her problem, it's my problem. And now I'm, I'm going to make her feel uncomfortable. And now she's going to be conscious of going out and drinking with all about me, you know. And I didn't ever, ever, that's the last thing I wanted to do. That's just, that's annoyed me. That's annoyed me, that really. Because I've, 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 I've engineered that myself, that situation. And I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't have drunk. If I hadn't have relapsed, that argument wouldn't have happened. No. Um, so as a result, we're just a bit drinking again, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think the thing you say, you know, that, that if it's been that two nights, that would have been okay but i mean straight away you were sneaky drinking you were yeah, ordering with you were you were hiding them you know you you're doing yeah, the sneak you started into that ducking and diving straight away i, I promise i ordered yeah. one whiskey you got, you got me two all right i promise <laughs> <laughs> you drunk um, yeah. there. <laughs> yeah you're right you know even on my last time i had a relapse i've done exactly the same thing went straight back into hiding things straight back into it like you yeah. wouldn't believe you know it was like i was never gone you know, I sort of, I'd have one bottle of wine in the kitchen, which um, I'd open and share with Natalie. She'd have a glass, I'd have a glass. But then when I top my glass up, I'd go to the uh, the bottle in, in the other room. I'd go to the bottle mm. in the cupboard and pour my glass, I'd have a glass out of the, the fresh bottle. And she yeah. wouldn't see that. And she still, think, I'm, she still thinks I'm drinking the same glass. And then I'll go back and I'll then drink a whole bottle from the other cupboard. Mm. And she still thinks we're drinking the same glass of wine, you know? And then I'll yeah. get the, the first bottle back from the kitchen and pour out the rest into her glass, bit for a bit for me, one bottle done. She thinks that she thinks we've nicely shared a bottle of wine. <laughs> I've had one yeah. bottle and, and just yeah. an and a half, you know? And when I yeah. read that last time, I've done that straight away. I went straight into that mode. Straight yeah. away, hiding it. So yeah, yeah. the whole old habits they slip back straight into place. Yeah. So yeah, if anyone's thinking about, I can moderate. I can do this. I could have a couple uh, of nights and then not not do it again. It, just be warned, you know, it is it is a slippery slope and it's it's not worth it because you know you, you see two both sides of the coins. You, we all know what side of the coins the variety is like, but our, our minds forget. Our minds forget what hangovers are like. Our minds forget what drunken life's like. You know, 
um, hopefully if you do do it and you relapse like that, you do get woken up again and brings you back because we all know deep inside we don't like that. You know, we don't want to live our days feeling a bit glum because that's what it is. You're feeling glum during the day when you are and everyone else is happy. Like, you know, we've been happy for months and it's lovely. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. And like I said in that message to Laura, I said, I often wonder, do you think normal people get this, get this happy feeling? Do you think they get it? I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I, I think, um, you know, many of us have lots and lots of, of issues. And I think that we use lots of things to numb. And, you know, if it's not alcohol, it can be the internet, it can be the phones, it can be television. We use lots of things to distract ourselves from looking at our emotions. And I think when we've had an addiction, such as alcoholism, once we put that bottle down, we have to start working on stuff that probably Joe Public wouldn't be working on because they're just happily distracting in whatever way we use to distract. But because we've numbed for so long, mm. I think, you know, when you've had an addiction and you stop, you have to work so hard on stuff. And then you do get this genuinely genuine happiness because mm. we're learning but... to live their emotions and emotions are OK. See, I, I think they, they must get it. They, they, they just don't appreciate it. I think, like, as you said, we must just appreciate it more because, you know, it's like it, when you've got it and, you, and, you're, and you're buzzing on, on sober life, it is, you're on cloud nine, aren't you? Yeah. It's lovely. It's that, that genuine happiness which you will never get out of uh, drinking. And what's that one King King said the other day on the, the, um, the that chat, the um, vulnerability chat, what was it, that sobriety offers everything that alcohol doesn't was that right alcohol promises yeah sobriety offers everything that alcohol promises so, so yeah true. So, i like that one yeah alcohol was promising you a good time and to fit in wasn't it and uh and look, look now but no it did momentarily it did you know but then there, yeah. there's 24 hours in a day you know yeah yeah so but, well, yeah. w- welcome back to sobriety. I yeah, have, thanks. you know, and I've always said this. I have a lot, a whole load of admiration for people that that do reset, that get straight back on it and reset. It's something, you know, I don't have another reset in me. I've mm, never good. really worked this um, in the way that I've worked it now in the past. You know, I've had lots of resets over twenty two years, but I'm like, I've never really quit. You know what I have, and it's like, oh well. I just drink and I've just carried on. So, um, you know, I have so much admiration and for, for people to get straight back up, straight back on it and start to work their sobriety again. And, and as you say, you've got so many more days sober in this last year than you have that you've exactly. been drinking. It is, it is progress. It is progress. Yeah. I can't be too down. Um, no. The only thing is, is, is still, you know, you have to... Back, go back to the grindstone, knuckle down. Because really, in the back of your mind, you think to yourself, "Never say never." Because I, I just don't know that time might come in the future. You just got to be ready for it and just try and fight it down again. You know, it's, it's I a battle. Yeah, it's yeah, battle. I think it does. It just you just have to keep on and on. And you know, it, it's the thing like Polly and I say. We have, you know, when you start off in this journey, you have the fear of never drinking again. And yeah. Polly and I now have the fear of ever Never drinking again. Yeah. No, because if, if I was to pick up, that's why I have not another drop, no matter what, because yeah. I have one drop, I'm onto the bottle, I'm back in the pit. Right 
Um, I can remember like years ago when you sort of used to hear people like um like bastling alcoholism, you know, he's a you hear like a celebrity maybe on the news, like he's like a bastling alcoholic and he's battling alcoholism. I was thinking, well, that sounds horrible. I was, I'd hate that. That sounds mm. terrible. But we are now and he's he's, he's battling alcoholism, he's a battle, and he's it's not nice really, is it half the time? He's but he's, he's a he's a constant battle. That's what we've got to do. Um just keep fighting for those good days, you know. Yeah, you're back in the arena, as Drifter would say, and fighting the good fight. So. It is, it is, yeah. Like I, said, I, I thought it was a bit OTT at first, but it is, it is a battle. He's got to keep going. Yeah. Keep going. It's good days and yeah. bad days, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Well, welcome back. And thank you so, so much for coming on here and sharing about That's your right. recent experience. Um, you know, we do this to try and help other yeah. people. I'm I hope sure that. Yeah, I'm sure it really will help other people that are that are out there because you say it's a battle and it's something we go through continuously, and so it's good to hear from from your experience. Um, and yeah, also as Drifter say, onward and upwards. Um, and uh, it's been great to catch up. Next time I will be down. I'll come and see you face to face. I'll yes. I'll take you out on Bumblebee. I'll yes, please. You. Okay. Uh, good. Appreciate it. Okay. Well, it's Thanks, been lovely. With you. You take care. Thank you. Thank you, darling. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. See ya. Bye.